0: Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 58, I think it is. Uh, Yeah, 58, um, because I was 57 interviewing Ryan Bennett on Friday night and we discussed manufacturing and fatherhood and careers and all of that shit. Uh but this is a um a fuck this week edition if you're not familiar with those every now and then once once every couple of weeks usually I uh, I riff on the week's news and current affairs and all that shit and basically I try to make sense of the senseless with you guys so uh if you're bored join me for the live chat for the live stream and uh, and let me know your thoughts on what's going on out there uh, and in the meantime I'm just sort of looking at weird and wonderful news stories I found one this morning um, that's it's kind it's so perfectly like americana but it's also a perfect metaphor for where we're at now with the pandemic it's um if you if you're bothered about finding the news story as well uh it's uh it's on something called usnews.com and uh here's the headline police man shoots up idaho motel after smoking fee charge so just let that sink in for a minute shoots up a motel in idaho after being given a fine for smoking (laughs) it's just you see what i mean it's just so perfectly like american and just it's the sort of thing where as brits we look at it we digest this news and we're just like oh dear god guys come on you're supposed to be quote unquote the greatest the greatest country in the world this is the greatest democracy in the world man man shoots up idaho motel after a smoking fine um so yeah i let's let's get into it shall we like this is i mean in terms of shooting up a motel based on a smoking like this is where we're headed in the uk just in case like because i know i'm talking about an american news story here but the reason that i'm talking about this is because this is kind of the trajectory that we're on like every time we hear someone going on about sovereignty and freedom they like they are the opening lyrics to this song, Shooting Up the Motel over a smoke Like it starts with a guy saying, oh, I wish I could take back a bit of control and through like the magic of a referendum and shit kind of corporate media designed to attract clicks and get you enraged rather than inform and educate. There's Then there's a brief stop at masks are infringing on my libertarian sensibilities. Like that, and, But then over that journey through the, the clicks and the corporate media and the failure to inform and educate and, and the libertarianism and, and all that stuff, then a few years down the line, You get to your radicalised GB news watching brother-in-law shooting an assault rifle at a hotel because they asked him nicely three times to put the cigarette out before eventually giving him a fine. You know, like this is that's the trajectory (laughs) that we're on with this sort of like libertarian freedom, sovereignty kind of rhetoric. Do you think do you think people these people like who who would shoot up a hotel because they perceive you to be infringing on their right? to smoke a cigarette like do you think they think that they're rational that's what i always wonder it's like do they believe that this is rational behavior like if you pulled that guy aside and asked him as i'm sure law enforcement professionals are doing right now but if if they asked him like they asked you to extinguish the cigarette three times There's no smoking and fire hazard shit on every door and window. Do you think pulling out an AR-15 and spraying three rounds across the premises like the shit's Butch Cassidy or something? Do you think that's rational behavior, Mr. Smith? (laughs) Is that how a, a sane human being behaves? Or do you think... In your interaction with the exhausted minimum wage woman behind the counter who didn't even want to find you. Like, she just she just had to find you because her manager was watching her from the CCTV buzzing through, like, you have to tell them to stop, Jen, or they'll just keep doing it. Sarah, Sarah doesn't have a problem with finding them, and that's why Sarah is the duty manager right now. And then, so then she's like, oh, fuck it, fine. And then she's like, sir, I I didn't want to get in your business, but. And he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, my boss is breathing down my neck about your smoking. Like, personally, I don't care. I, I work in a motel where 90% of the customers are 90% full of meth. You think I give a shit if you give yourself cancer? I don't. But my boss wants me to find you, so now I got to fight. Like, you know, do you think he thinks he's rational when he behaves in that way to that woman who doesn't even want to find him? He goes out and then fucking sprays the place with bullets. I I'd love to hear his take on it. I'd love to be a fly on the wall of that police interview. Do you think this was the right course of action, sir? Yeah. She to, she's infringing on my freedom. It's like as it's a species, we're really fucking shit, aren't we? Like like ants work together, dogs roam in packs. Humans just decide to do whatever is best for them personally in isolation at that one moment in time this is this is what's best for me right now like it's not even what's best like what's best for you is to stop smoking and let your lungs slowly exercise the 25 years of tar and toxins you've caked a critical organ in it's just what I want. It's just... that's It's no what's best. It's like, it's just what I want. I just... I just want what I want. It's just what I want. And you're gonna get it for me. You know? It's like that kind of act. Of, that's... We're so shit. We just want what we want right now. Whatever the cost to everyone else. Like, people are so drunk on the idea that the customer is always right. Aren't they? Like, they're so... Like, that that setup of going into a shop and saying... Uh, yeah, I want to be able to smoke in here, or in a restaurant, you walk in with your dog, your filthy fucking shit assed dog, (laughs) sit down at a, sir, you can't bring your dog in here, this is a restaurant, there's food and hygiene, no, what, a customer is always right, it's just, it's so set up for, like, sociopaths, it's like, this is what I want, is to sit here with my dog, fuck everyone else's hygiene, and what they want to consume, and whether they want to have my dog's Poo like draped all over the floor of the place that they're paying to eat, paying a premium to eat. <laughs> it's just what I want at that exact moment. Like this, when when we say like the customer is always right and uh, like whatever I want above all else. Like this story shooting up the the hotel over a smoking fine because you want to smoke. Like this could be a metaphor for the pandemic. It's a perfect metaphor. It's a hotel. Where everyone has to stay safe, but they all end up dying because one prick doesn't want to suffer a minor inconvenience for the greater good. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the pandemic in a nutshell and our reaction to it. Like, would you mind smoking in the courtyard? Is like saying, would you mind wearing a mask? (laughs) You know? It's like a minimal inconvenience to you, and the possibility is that you save lives, and and it's better for everyone in the hotel or in the world. And it's the same bullshit response. It's like, no, fuck you. I do what I want to do all the time, every day, no matter whose life I risk. Freedom, like is it, you know, wanking into the into a flag, like they're a fourteen year old boy wanking wanking into a sock. Like it's it's. It's the same thing, like, with this hotel versus the pandemic. You could not ask for a better metaphor slash news story in that respect. And I know that this is Idaho and it's not the UK yet, but but this is where we're headed. You know, like, this concept of personal freedom trumps all else. My personal rights, my choices are worth more than your safety. How fucked is that? my like my choices my personal beliefs my sort of feelings are worth more and respected more than than society or like the group's safety which just then like if you if you take that attitude and then you know uh, scale it up if you like. It just erupts into a society of like a hundred thousand people making chaotic, stupid, or dangerous decisions that jeopardize the safety and success of everyone. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't mean we can't be compassionate about some decisions. Yeah, like if they're cultural or religious, or like even if they have a bad impact. You know, if you're a Jehovah's Witness and you refuse a blood transfusion for your child and ostensibly murder him perfect that is great obviously you know good job we like we accept a certain amount of lunacy in society if it relates to religious freedoms like if that's your religion and you believe that that is evil and it um it will ostracize you from heaven in the afterlife and all that. We kind of, we, we let that slide. We're like, all right, Well, religious freedoms, you know, there's been centuries of religious persecution. And so in order to not go down that very ugly road again, we will accept some level of lunacy in society. But we draw the line when the religious freedoms curtail someone else's freedoms, right? That's the distinction. It's like if somebody says, yeah, my church says that I need to visit the villagers' homes in the dead of night and slaughter everyone's firstborn. If somebody says that, then we're like, no, that's that is not okay. That is lunacy, and you are you are infringing on other people's freedoms and rights to live. So we don't accept that. So I don't know why we afford more like deathy freedoms to people outside of religion. You know, like in a in in a sort of COVID context, then we 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 afford people more rights at that stage, don't we? Like if somebody says um uh if somebody says, "Yeah, like I I don't give a fuck about your gran. Uh my rights, my choices are that I sit on this bus and breathe death spores into your respiratory system like I'm a fucking hairdryer of death vapor or some shit. Like that is my right." Then then it trumps everyone else's concerns. <laughs> then it's like motherfuck the greater good, you know? Then we, 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 we just flush the, the the concept of the greater good down the toilet at that stage. We let people's rights and beliefs and everything trump everything in that context. Back to this hotel, though. Let's not get uh, sidetracked. I, like, I quite like the logic of the, the smoker gunman guy, you know, like where we're, we're here worried his smoking might start a fire. Or give someone emphysema, you know? So we're worried about his 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 decisions impacting somebody's life. Um, and meanwhile, he's thinking, like, trust me, me not getting my morning rush is actually saving lives. You have no idea. Like, if I don't get this morning rush, if I don't have my morning cigarette, way more people are going to die than fucking... <laughs> Than the prospect of maybe somebody catching emphysema, then then they find him and stub out his cigarette, and he's like, weirdly, we're about to find out that this hotel's policy has cost more lives than it saved, Jan. You know, like it's it's, I, I kind of like that logic. <laughs> if we go back into the the news story though, like the shooting occurred Friday morning at the Motel Six in Rexburg, Idaho, and no one was injured. Rexburg Police Assistant Chief. Gary Hagan said uh, the man was taken into custody later that day in Alpine, Wyoming. His name hasn't been released. Police said he was traveling with a female companion. You know what? I blame the woman there. I said it. I think it, obviously the guy's behavior was unacceptable, but I some level of blame has to be apportioned to the woman he was traveling with. I I'm I'm making no apologies for saying that. That's you know, it is half at least half her fault actually about 80 percent her fault and hear me out right this is why how i'm getting to this if you're a guy testosterone flowing through your body in a country where the national language is basically shooting each other (laughs) then i get it you know sometimes things are annoying you have a gloomy Monday morning. You're hungover. Your ex-wife is on your case about how she wants more money because she heard you got a raise. Then the staff bollock you for trying to smoke. Like, yes, obviously, you fire a machine gun to settle your bill at that point. Fine. I think we can all understand how that man arrived at that, you know, set course of action to, to settle things. But if I know that... <laughs> like, if I'm in the car... And I am about to do something stupid. I, c- I don't think I am alone in this. My girlfriend is like, "What the fuck are you doing? Are you re- like, are you retarded? Did you eat crayons at school? The fuck is wrong with you? You know, like having your girlfriend in the car with you is like is is quality control. If I am in the car by myself, alone as a man, testosterone th- flowing through my fucking balls." I'm driving like a twat. I am. I'm sorry. I Like, I admit it. I'm driving recklessly. I'm freestyle rapping to myself. I'm I'm being the worst version of myself if I'm in a car alone. I'm irrational. I'm reckless. You know, you, you, you give me the adjectives. You get the idea. But if my girlfriend's in the passenger seat, a lot of those impulses are kind of tempered. You know, I'm not freestyle rapping. <laughs> I'm not... You know, recklessly overtaking or undertaking people. I'm, I'm. You know, it is tempered. It is like I'm not saying I prefer or even like the version of myself that's in the car when my girlfriend is sat next to me. You know, he's inarguably more of a pussy. But from society's perspective, it is a better me for sure. I'm calmer. I'm tempered. Like your girlfriend is so the moral compass, or your wife is so the moral compass in the car, that she will argue with the fucking sat-nav, you know, like she's figured it out, like with two decades of satellite traffic technology optimized and perfected by men and women with PhDs and MBEs and shit, they've learned how to predict traffic flow and the fastest route and real-time fucking accident information, but, <laughs> but your girlfriend or wife will be like, well, I don't know why it's sending you that way, stupid, stupid thing, you know, <laughs> like she can't she can't help but interject and improve what is happening within the confines of the fucking car so i don't know how a man can be in a car making a hot-headed dumb decision like shooting up a hotel and his girlfriend isn't like oh god can you just calm the fuck down hank you know like if that was my girlfriend she'd be like why does everything have to be a goddamn republican national convention you know like you just be, like, trying to temper... And say, Can we just stay in one hotel where you don't scream at the staff... And call them communist traitors? This is why we can't stay at Airbnbs anymore, heck. Like, it would be that sort of... You know, so what? Like, where was that part missing? Like, how was that part missing? There should have been some quality control... To that man's behaviour and personality... That does not appear to have been exercised... In that particular criminal scenario. So yes, at least... of the blame is to be placed at the woman's feet, I think. No one was injured, though. That's fucking amazing, isn't it? That's kind of crazy. An AR-15 spraying bullets. It says there's like shattered glass and bullet holes everywhere and no one hurt. Amazing. It says, uh, like, if you go a bit bit further down, it says, um, the Madison School District issued a shelter-in-place order for a nearby elementary, middle, and high school as a precaution. Let me reread that, hold on. The Madison School District issued a shelter-in-place order, I don't know what that is, for a nearby elementary, middle, and high school as a precaution. Is that like, is that where, like, (laughs) the greatest country in the world have to tell their school children to cower in fear every time a local has an argument with a fucking receptionist? Like, (laughs) like DEFCON 1, everyone. (laughs) This could get really ugly. How fucking weird is that? That school kids just do not know if they're going to make it out alive today. And all because Hank McCarthy or whoever didn't want to smoke outside for five minutes. Like what a weird chain of events. You can't smoke in here. becomes fucking (laughs) a thousand kids cowering under their desks. And no one on the American right ever stops to go, this does not feel right like isn't there a this must be a smarter way to run this shit (laughs) you know like how is that how is that a rational sensible way to run a country and to regulate guns and to you know but this is what's so fucked up about like rights and freedoms and all that and not like not to labor the point but everyone's so junked out on their right to carry a machine gun into a sweet shop or their freedom to snatch your mask off your face and breathe death into you but the like the cognitive dissonance comes in like like what about the school kids' right to grow up untraumatized like why is that why is that right never acknowledged by the american right you know and and uh, increasingly by the british right like like if you look at the way that libertarians operate in parliament it's all about um, it's all about my rights my rights this and my rights and freedoms to you know to not have to wear a mask and blah 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 and then when you start talking about you know more base level right well what about my right to not be infected with covid when i catch the bus into my minimum wage job how about that oh i don't give a fuck about that yeah i tell you what if you're really concerned about that dear constituent get out a piece of paper Write down your concerns, honestly, put it into an envelope and then go fuck yourself. Like that's, (laughs) that's honestly how they, how they respond to it. It's like, I care about this right, right now, because it affects me personally. It kind of goes back to what I was talking about before. Like the customer is always right. And people only care about what is, what impacts them personally at that moment, in that minute. Even if it's not what's best for them, (laughs) it's just what they want, you know, it's fucked. It's so weird and short termist, isn't it? Um, I don't know. What about like when, when people say shit like what like what about the school kids' right to grow up untraumatized and like what about what about the people of Iowa's right to not basically grow up in some weird fucking air raid siren war zone setup? Like how that's what I don't get. Like, why would you want to to live in a society or state or town where you're in that in invo- this sort of jarring, trauma-laden town where where fucking sirens and you know like everybody get under the desk like it's like a mini Vietnam or some shit like why would you? W- wouldn't it be worth kind of just diluting one of those rights or freedoms so that you don't have to <laughs> cower under a fucking desk? If you're that if you're that fussed about rights and freedoms, surely you should be fussed about being told that you have to cower in a basement. You know, like I love Americans. I've met a shit ton of Americans in my life through work and socially. And one of my old friends is married to an American. And one of my favorite ever bosses was from New Jersey. And most of my favorite stand ups are American. But insofar as like America as a geopolitical entity is concerned. This whole idea that it's the greatest country in the world. We're the greatest country in the fucking world, Billy. You know, it's fucking laughable. Greatest country of freedom. (coughs) Excuse me. You just want to sit them down like, are you, are you free? (laughs) Yeah, we're free in America. Right now? Well, no, not not right now right like right now we've been told to hide in the basement until they've apprehended the active shooter you know it's like surely if if freedoms and rights and shit are the the uh the ultimate goal and then the, the like the sacred thing that have to be protected you would think anything that would be designed to to stop you from having to cower under your desk or hide in a basement until you'd think that would that would trump everything wouldn't you but for some reason no not so much i don't know man let me see how are we doing for time um let's talk a little bit for for a moment and then i'm going to wrap up i know this has been a a very short episode but um uh but i got kids you know i got to get inside make sure that they're okay it's a sunday morning guys one of them's down for a kip the other one's probably annoying my girlfriend so i gotta i gotta get in there and chip in help out Um, but like when i talk about stories like this this is in iowa iowa is my sort of go-to reference for when i'm talking about or making fun of or i need an example of kind of like middle america you know (laughs) a kind of like white working to middle class kind of place where where there's guns and there's you know everybody works for a in a trading estate like the office and you know like and and a lot of this is like when we're talking about Iowa and middle America and guns and stuff, a lot of it, it works as a sort of isolated example or, or, or we kind of compartmentalize it as, uh, as Americana. But when I look at the UK and the kind of the libertarian movement within the Tory party, I don't think a lot of this shit is that far removed from us. You know, I think we like to tell ourselves a comforting story of like, oh, that shit just happens in America. Or, oh, there's crazy yanks over there. (laughs) What are they like? But then I start thinking about how we've moved further and further to the right over the last like seven years. And I'm like, could it be that in the next seven years that we relax gun laws in the UK? Like, what would that look like? I suppose they would start saying like, you know, county lines gangs and drug gangs and all it like uh, and and increased terror threats there would probably be all that shit they would be like it's meant that we're not this isn't the, the 80s anymore this isn't the 70s anymore guys like we're gonna need to arm our cops and they'll you know they'll start branding them as cops like america's to uh, like america do like because we'll kind of there'll be this we want to be America, this sort of fetishization of America so we'll name them cops as well to be a bit like them and um, and so then in in arming them then the like the gun gangs will do it and then people will say, well, I think people have a right to arm themselves and then we' we'll, we'll end up in a situation where we get gun laws relaxed and then your friends who are constantly talking about, libertarian values and your rights to protect yourself and your family will start like championing it saying like yeah I don't, I don't see why there is such a big hoo-ha around it and then we'll start like in terms of other like right-wing things that we we look at in america that we could then bring over here that i don't think is that far-fetched anymore i don't think it's that far-fetched to think that maybe executions might come back like the death penalty might come back and they'll say like you know, we- this isn't the 80s anymore, like, these days, we've got a huge problem with terrorists, huge problem with paedophiles, and yes, I think in some extreme cases, when people are plotting to kill the Queen, and do God knows what to her grandchildren, like, maybe, in that instance, maybe it is okay to bring executions back, you know, like, I don't think we're actually that far away, when you think about where we were in, like, 2012, I know that's everyone's, like, you know, look back at 2012, and how awesome and progressive, and um uh what's the word and how global and international like Britain was then and then you look at where we're at now how far we've moved to the right in that space of time imagine if we move exactly the same distance but to the right again like further to the right again in the next like 7 years i don't think it's that outrageous to say that in 7 years time we could be in that sort of situation how terrifying is that and then and then we'll be in a situation where we can all settle our hotel bills with fucking spraying bullets everywhere we'll be like how did we get here <laughs> how did how did things get this bad this quick that i'm now spraying fucking bullets into a travel lodge in Croydon this is a this is a bad look for me i did not expect my life to end this way um anyway This has been fun, guys. Um, Thanks for for listening. Uh, If you do want to uh, support the podcast, it's always on Patreon first, patreon.com slash a Thompson. Um, Please don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel where um, I'm always putting up uh, the interviews with guests. And if I can, then I'll usually put a fuck this week up there also. Um, Other than that, the podcast is always on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and probably a bunch of other places. I don't know where it ends up. I just click a button on this thing called Pinecast and then it just posts out to a load of different platforms. So if you're listening from somewhere weird and wonderful, please do say hello. I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can tweet at me at Aid Thompson with an I end, uh, I end with an I N on the end. So Aid Thompson, but instead of O N at the end, it's I N. Uh, and there's also a Twitter for the podcast, which is at and other disappointments. Um, actually, do you know what? I'm talking shit. It's not at. And other disappointments. I think it's at Old Shut Up Aid. I think I called it that on Twitter. Old Shut Up Aid is the the podcast's own Twitter, and I just put clips and stuff on there. There's no like commentary. My own Twitter, I just never fucking shut up about politics and taking the piss out of politicians and stuff. So if that's your vibe, then just follow me on at Aid Thompson. Um, anyway as I say this has been lots of fun um, stick around next Friday night I've got another guest and uh, we'll be going live from half past seven it will be a Skype jobby on Friday night I had my first in-person guest uh, with, uh, with Ryan Bennett very much a sort of proof of concept to see if it was possible to get a guest into this cabin and record it and have two cameras on us I'm not sure it totally worked uh, in terms of the tech like getting cameras on us both and the quality of the mic for my guest leaves a lot to be desired um but i i was really grateful that he came over and joined me for a uh, for a chat and a, and a couple of beers and um and putting the world to rights and i do you know what i'm gonna have to bite the bullet guys i'll have to get another camera and another mic these things are expensive you know when you start a hobby and you're like maybe i'll get into woodwork maybe i'll just I might explore woodwork, because it's like a thing that I've always been in. And so then you buy yourself, like, a saw and some glue and, like, I don't know, a a fucking electric screwdriver. And you're like, yeah, this is going to... Oh, I'm really into woodwork now. And then before you know it, the things that you need to actually explore this little cute hobby actually fucking cost... It's like 700 quid or a grand. You're spending money on circle saws and, like, fucking you know big sheets of pine wood and your girlfriend's like how much fucking money are you spending on this are you not getting carried and it's a bit like that with this like i started this podcast like do you know what i'll just record a couple of skype calls i'll just interview people and just see if people are into it and just upload it as a podcast yeah fuck it i'll just do it and now i'm in this situation where i'm like oh god i'm gonna end up buying a dslr aren't i 500 quid flushed down the toilet <laughs> my kids just ripped clothes need replacement shoes and there's no food in the fridge i'm like yeah maybe i'll just uh maybe i need another condenser mic so my guest has the same mic quality as i do kids are just like dad there's no there's no food in the fridge we're really hungry dad can we go to McDonald? no it's too expensive mcdonald's is too expensive anyway let me get back to my fucking or- ordering more audio gear off fucking amazon Anyway, listen, sorry to go off on a rant about that. That's my life. Um, Thanks very much for for watching slash listening. I'll catch up with you next Friday night. Peace out.